0: What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHCO Bulls Post Game. Coming to you live from our studios here in the West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Joined by my guys, Big Dave, BOW, B-W-L Sports. Will the Goat Gottlieb, Will underscore Gottlieb. Our guy, Braggs, on the controls, filling in for Joseph Spathis tonight. We are CHCO underscore Bulls, and uh, that is not how you want to start a fresh calendar year.
1: Not how you want to start it.
0: Not ideal. Not how. Bulls lose to the Sixers, one yeah. 97 Couldn't get that, uh, that third win over Philly on the season no. uh, with Embiid back in the lineup. Thank you for joining us. If you're watching live on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. We'll get to as many of y'all's thoughts as we can throughout tonight's show. Throw some super chats if you feel so inclined. Um 97 and it was not that close. Yeah. Joel Embiid had a 30-point triple-double. To continue whatever streak that was that he had going coming into tonight and uh he did it in three quarters yes he did <laughs> the bulls outscored the sixers 17 nothing in the final eight minutes and change mm-hmm. of this game as will you just pointed out and the bulls still lose by double digits yeah. that's honestly impressive
2: yeah, yeah they, the they were down over. as many as 31 that game was over yeah. in the first quarter Yeah. And really, like, the first couple minutes of the first quarter, I mean, it just was never competitive. I don't think the Bulls led all night. If they did, it was, like, 2-0. Um, they did not. They did not lead. <laughs> so, just a big thud. Big a thud. big old
1: thud. Big thud. Took an ass-whooping against a great team. There it is. That is. You've already beaten twice, by the way. Yeah, won the season series. Won the season 2-1. series. Something that they definitely haven't done against Philly in quite a long time. Because that's only because Embiid had pretty much never lost to them. So, yeah, that's actually a good thing. Wow, they beat them in a season series. Yo, that's actually saying that's a good thing. <laughs> Honestly, they have never beaten them in a season series since Embiid's been on point. So, shout out to them for that. But, yeah, they took an ass whooping. They took a straight up ass whipping. Philly came out just absolutely on fire. Rain
0: and threes. From the three-point They were line, seven though. of 11 from three in the first quarter. Yeah while Embiid was just grabbing rebounds and slinging assists. Yes. And then in the second quarter, mm-hmm. Embiid was like, all right, let me pour in a quick 17 points in this quarter. Yes. Game over. Game over. Bulls, meanwhile, offensively could not get a goddamn thing going. Could not. Could not hit a shot. Nope. Uh, you know, injury to insult, Kobe White slips, driving to the basket, and briefly goes to the locker room, did come back and rejoin his team on the bench, but never reentered this game. Mm-hmm. Probably because, you know, Billy Donovan was like, Kobe, this one's out of hand. Yeah sit, yeah. sit down. Makes sense. Before that happened, the Bulls PR announced that Patrick Williams, after just 11 first half minutes, would not return mm. as he tweaked his ankle injury mm. that has been uh, an issue at times throughout the season. So, yeah, Bulls shorthanded, Sixers shooting hot, Embiid being Embiid. This one, I. Please tell me, Bulls Nation, if any of you feel that way, how this one is Billy Donovan's fault, by the way. I would love to hear that. The Bulls shot 38% from the field, 19, gonna beat up 19% from three. <laughs> no, but it's, it's Billy's fault, Dave, because he didn't put Sanogo in earlier.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to start some fights and stab some people throw hot water just, on them if they told you that, man. I don't want to see that. No, this wasn't Billy's fault. They just took an <laughs> ass-whooping against a straight-up team like that. So, yeah, I don't see how that was any, any – Of their fault, Billy's fault, or anything like that. Players just could not hit threes, and they were good looking shots, honestly. They were wide open shots.
0: Missing open looks. Could not
1: knock them down, man. Caruso wide open, couldn't hit it. Kobe, definitely something wrong with the wrist um, with Kobe, and he hasn't been able to knock these shots down since uh, he's been holding and shaking that wrist for a while. Uh, So that's something going on with that. Uh, I think Pat hit the first three of the game with five minutes
2: and 30 seconds left in the first half there it is i was correct and Will with the stat
1: right on point that's called an alley-oop and a slam jamma the,
0: the bulls the bulls were 0 of 10 from three in the first quarter
1: that's a lot that's a lot of misses man <laughs> yeah they took an ass whooping that's that's how they happen sometimes it reminds me uh of the indiana game to be honest it reminds me a little bit of that um In that game, I know the Bulls were 7 of 27 from 3. They were 7 of 37 (laughs) in this one. So there's a theme for you right there. (laughs) Thankfully, the
0: Sixers only shot a modest 12 of 30 for 40%. As opposed to the 19 threes that Indy hit in that loss. Yeah,
1: because Philly chilled after the first, they oh. realized, oh, we're good. They didn't score for the last eight yeah. minutes of the game. Yeah. They for sure chilled. Well, yeah, because nobody was in but me <laughs> and you. Like, nobody was in there to score or nothing like that. They had Braggs at center. Like, oh, what, what God. What was going to happen, though. They, nothing was going on. It was it was a bunch of trash. I have a great post game, thank you very much. I'm sure you do, but I don't think you would be able to score in that game. In that game. Yeah. Not any NBA game, just that one right there. You doubting my greatness? No, no. Just in that game. I don't think All you'd be able to score, man. All There's right. a lot of defense going on out there, man. And you're offensive juggernaut. I've seen you play against Carm. So yeah. I understand your offensive game, but I think that defense would have got you on this one, man. Would you say
2: he's more of a, a Nogo type or? Oh, that's a good question. Um,
1: maybe more maybe a little more drumming. Okay. You know, maybe a little more drummingy with his, but he's got a little mid range game to him though. So, I don't know if Sonogo has the mid range game to him, so I don't want to put him in that category. But maybe maybe a little Terry Taylor. Maybe he's got a little Terry Taylor in him, man. You know, can surprise you. Terry Taylor getting rebounds over seven feet tall dudes and actually taking shots like that. So, Bragg's a surprise. You. He'll be on my team. Bragg's on my team because he puts in effort. I like effort, guys. And Bragg's give you all the effort he's got until Thank the you. hamstrings say, Thank you. I can't do it anymore. Yeah,
3: I'm excited to show you guys my dribble hook shot combination
1: that I've perfected. Whoa, I did not even like yeah. how uncomfortable you sounded saying that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My dribble, hook thing shot thing. But yeah, ass whooping. That's the bottom line of it. You didn't even really hear from Demar uh, on this. He didn't have any kind of game for him. Uh, Andre Drummond was in rare Andre Drummond form. I mean, uh, how about the man? When he blew the dunk, he, I knew it was coming. <laughs> like as soon as he got it, I said, oh God, <laughs> like, here it comes. To his his credit, another
0: double-double, this time with 17 rebounds. But even still, like, that's where the good stops for Andre Drummond tonight. Yeah, Five of 13.
1: And some of those
0: misses around the basket.
1: (laughs) Even made Stacey King say, oh, my goodness. The upper up and under where he threw the layup over the other side of the the rim and then got his own rebound. Can't do that. (laughs) And
0: And that is why anyone advocating, in my opinion, for Drummond being a better starting option than Vooch mm-hmm. is eight kinds of crazy. I'm th- like, We know. Eight kinds? We know the Andre Drummond experience comes as a, as a double-edged sword. There's two sides to that coin. And, whew, boy, Drummond, the yep. Drummond experience was in full effect tonight.
1: Also, something that bothered me about the Bulls has bothered me for the past few games is the free throw shooting. They've been missing a lot of free throws uh, as layoff. Sixteen of twenty-three.
0: Sixteen to twenty-three tonight. Yeah,
1: man. That's come on. That's not going <laughs> to cut it at any point in time. And. I don't care what the score is on that. Like, I just, the free throw shooting can't be that bad. Now, I'm not even factoring in Drummond. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about guys like DeMar uh, and Kobe. You know, they were missing their free throws tonight. And you you just, you can't do that, you know? Especially for
2: a team that's like, that kind of makes its money at the free throw line. Like, they're not a three-point shooting team. Exactly. So what do they need to do? They need to compensate for that at the free throw line. Exactly. Uh, Before tonight, they were 15th in the league. So, middle of the pack Mm -hmm. and free throw percentage. Mm -hmm. It's going to drop tonight. Yeah, and if that's the way you're getting your buckets you got to got to be better at that yeah cuz it hasn't
1: been 3 point shooting Not of late yeah. uh
0: hanjo in the comments saying i'm here to promote the beginning of the adama Sonogo era <laughs>
1: Yo, let's do it baby
0: saying uh he will be viewed as your empire and you will like it you mean emperor <laughs> yeah are, are we are we uh oh he's going
1: goon of the night on me all the
0: of or night. well that's only in wins and that's this was correct. no win sir mm,
1: no wins um, tonight i mean
0: like Look, it's, Bulls fans have been clamoring for it. We got a larger taste of it tonight uh, as opposed to his first check-in uh, a week or so ago when it was, you know, mop-up duty minutes. Sonogo played nine minutes tonight. He was 3-3 three of three from the field for eight points. He grabbed six rebounds, and I am just... Br- bring it on. Bring it on, Bulls fans. Th- those of you who want to use this as evidence that Sonogo should have been playing more significant minutes before garbage time tonight... I make your case, because I'm I look, and I'm someone who, when that game was out of hand, when Kobe was at, like slipping and going to the locker room, when Patrick Williams was ruled out, and the Bulls are down thirty, I was saying, "F it, throw Snuggle in there. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Zero consequence." And please, for the love of God, give some of your regular rotation guys some minutes off, because you got to go play the Knicks tomorrow. right? So Billy did. I'm not taking much from it other than I wouldn't mind seeing more Sanogo minutes at some point this season. Mm -hmm. I am not using it to staunchly change or reaffirm my opinion about anything because it's garbage time.
1: Yeah, what he said. Um, I want to see – I would obviously like to see him out there uh, get some playing time, but a few spot minutes just to see – what it would look like against uh, actual NBA players that will actually be on the roster like that, like maybe in the second quarter, him some spot minutes there, see what he looks like, and then he can go, you know, have a seat depending on how he plays. I'm cool with that, uh, but I agree with what Matt said. Like going up against a guy that I watched you go up against in summer league, you know, like that's okay. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. i I don't before, know what to take like, from that.
2: To be honest, I. I don't think any of us are in a position to like criticize Billy for playing or not playing certain guys because he knows what they do in practice. He knows how they're playing with the G league team. Like none of us are watching the windy city bulls right now to know if Adama Sanogo is like ready to compete with Joel Embiid, the freaking MVP of the entire NBA. Mm-hmm. And I think beyond that, like he's always right when he does that, mm-hmm. When everybody was freaking out about Dalen last year, Dylan got in and looked really bad, and then it was like, okay, yeah, you're right, you're not ready. Um, So I just think Billy has like a much better handle on this stuff than any of us do. Now I that's called water carrying, Will. I do agree. (laughs) All you're doing is water carrying for a just a joke ass of a coach, worst coach in the league. I do agree that I would like to see him try to get some minutes because they have an opportunity. But it's also weird that like people are hating on Terry Taylor so much. They've been really good in those minutes when he's been out there. He's been solid. I'm not like. You know, small ball by any means is necessary, but they've got an option. And if it makes sense matchup wise to use it, they should go use it. So I don't have a problem with Adama like getting real minutes in the second quarter or whatever. I think they probably should give him this chance mm-hmm. just because we don't know how much longer Vooch is going to be out. But um, I mean, when you're a young player, and by the way, an undrafted rookie on a two way contract, like there's so much you have to be able to know and process out there. Like, you're, you have to know all the plays, you know, you have to know how to set the screens, where to set the screens, when to set the screens in different sets. Um, you have to be able to like it's not just like go out there and get rebounds. Like there's so much more to quarterbacking a defense, being up to touch on screens, uh, containing the ball handler, show and recover. There's so much going on out there and it's happening so fast. So even though he's getting a lot of stats at the G League level, he's not guarding Tyrese Maxey in pick and roll at the cool. G League level. It's a different game. So it's just a different scenario, and I would like to see more of him. I think we probably will, but I'm also not, like, freaking out that he hasn't gotten minutes yet because it's just such a big jump to be able to go out there, quarterback a defense, understand how to set screens and pick and roll, know where to be on offense, know where to flow, uh, know who to get the dribble handoff to next. There's just so much going on there, and he is an undrafted rookie. He's got a lot of talent. I like what we saw tonight. Let's see if we can, like, give him a few spot minutes in the second quarter before we start to freak out.
0: Uh, Straight smoke in the comments saying go big with what you have talent and IQ wise. It's not hard to do Simple coaching and preparations for the game. I mean Again going big if you're Billy is not a option where you have a wealth of options right now a Guy who literally played his first NBA minutes like you know a, a Tuesday and Got his first points tonight. Uh, got his first career NBA points tonight. And he looked good, by the way. He, like, he was fine. Fine. But again, also, he's six foot nine. Julian Phillips, who y'all know I love and believe in, mm-hmm. uh, confidently hit a three tonight. He looked Made great. a tough bucket inside tonight. Had an awesome block, uh, you know, in the paint tonight. Guard mm-hmm. the paint. I mean, like, Sanogo and Phillips is not exactly playing big instead of playing small, <laughs> all things considered. Um, Also, no, the South Garcon, I don't think anyone uh, up here was saying that Drummond and his game was the focal point of the Bulls' problems tonight. We were just laughing about the reappearance of the Andre Drummond experience.
1: No, this was a complete
0: ass-whooping. Like,
1: everybody, (laughs) you took an ass-whooping. Like, that was it.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, Seven threes. Yes, I know that. Do you want me to complain more about the Bulls' lack of three-point shooting? Because I thought y'all were getting sick of that.
1: (laughs) No, no, complain more, actually, Matt. Yeah, this is your night to complain.
0: Get it in. I'm sick of complaining about
1: the Bulls' oh, lack of three-point shooting. Lying. <laughs> man, once Kobe went cold, jeez. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, it was Clang City. Clang, trolley, Kobe, Kobe's, Kobe's shooting throw like— from. He didn't. Throw, he threw a hat.
0: I did not throw a hat. Well, that was false alarm. Oh, Brad's up here
3: false alarming, man. <laughs> yeah. Slow down there. That was in the preview window. I'm just checking, Brad. So I'm just the checking. live viewers didn't like see it, but alarm. I was bracing for the he was hat throw. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it. Brad could egging. feel. Brad could sense. I was starting to get a little salty <laughs> about the three-point shooting, and I could Anger feel building. a hat throweth coming.
1: Throweth coming. Oh, the hat throw throweth come. It cometh. <laughs> the hat throw cometh. The hat throw cometh. It's on the way. Stay tuned. (laughs) Brian Ogle. Yes, I
0: would like this team to shoot more threes. I would also like them to make more
1: threes.
0: (laughs) 37. I am never going to have a problem with that number of three-point attempts. I will have a problem with seven seven makes. Seven. You are shooting under 20% from three. That's tough. But no, let's talk about Billy's rotation being the reason they lost and playing small instead of playing big. They when you, tough when you shoot 20% yeah
1: it's nothing you can do about that or a team how many they start out hitting their first six <laughs> they were 7 this, of 9 at one point no i know but with i mean they were like 6 of 6 at some point yeah, uh, i mean they just like they, they just they just went crazy yeah, on, they the, did. on the, from the first quarter and that and that was it they jumped them they jumped them that's right. <laughs> jumped them good <laughs> they jumped them man they blindsided them and they needed to because they did not want to lose uh all three of these games Sh- against I the mean, chicago bulls you who did. punched them in the mouth in that first game who got that win because Embiid was out in that second one, and they shot terribly uh, also because they were coming off of back to back in that game, and the Bulls took full advantage. And shout out to them for that. Always take advantage, kids. And in this game, you saw them take advantage of the fact that the Bulls just did not have a shot tonight at all, and, and they just absolutely went crazy. So they did. Yeah, that happens, man. Kinda. It's the NBA. Kinda could feel that coming. It's the NBA, it's a baby. Little, little switcheroo from their game on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, they wanted to the payback. They wanted the payback. I mean, and they got it. They got their payback, man. Good for them.
0: If y'all tailed my pregame predictions, congratulations. We're all richer. Uh, let's take <laughs> our first break and then come back. Keep breaking down uh, don't more don't thoughts on tonight's hand, game yourself from, on the back from y'all uh, and from us. Uh, hit that thumbs up button while we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors. I'm gonna celebrate every time I'm, I win money. Especially if I have a feeling the Bulls are going to lose. The best case scenario is, if you're right, that the Bulls are in for a tough night, mm-hmm. at least make some money off of it.
2: The emotional hedge.
1: The emotional hedge. What Ritz. about when the Bulls win? What about it? I believe that's called a <laughs> double win.
0: <laughs> I'm, never, I'm never betting on them to win. Unless it's like a very rare scenario.
1: <sighs> it's all right. On Either way,
0: you know where I like to do it. Where Cir- is it? Circa sportsbook. Do you now? I do. Oh. Because at Circa, they use those tight money line splits and the low hold model. They always strive to have the minus 110 odds as the starting point for game spreads, for over unders, mm-hmm. unlike a lot of other sportsbooks that may use 115s or 120s on those odds when mm-hmm. there's no good reason mm-hmm. that they shouldn't be starting at minus 110. Yes. Circa keeps as little money as possible on those large market bets also. So if you have a feeling who's winning the Easter conference this year, who's winning the West, who's going to go to the NBA finals and raise the Larry O'Brien in June. Mm -hmm. If you want to make bets like that, the best place to do it for the best values and best odds is at Circa. Mm -hmm. They also have unparalleled customer service, real people, the real people behind the Circa sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, Unlike other sports bettors who use the dreaded chatbots, Ah! no one likes chatbots. Ah! That's the noise I make anytime I encounter a chatbot. Or youth. Ah! (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, there's more of like an eye-rolling growl if it's youth. Uh, Fair point. (laughs) All aspects of the app are being run by the same team that run the main Circus Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Circa encourages their bettors to, of course, not only download and try their Circus Sports Illinois app. But download and try any other sports betting app you might be interested in, in curious about. Because they're confident more often than not, you'll find better odds, better payouts, a better user experience, and better customer service mm. at Circa. Yes. So download that Circa Sports Illinois app at CircaSports.com slash Illinois app. Mm. Sign up today. Be on the lookout for their events, watch parties, and tailgates, too. Mm -hmm. If you or someone you know may have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Text G-A-M-B to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com.
1: You know, I just ate myself some pizza tonight. Shout out to uh, Coach Jake for hooking me up with that. It was delicious. I am quite content and very awesome right now and feeling great. But I'm telling you all this to say, I've gotten this all out of me. Because soon enough, it's going to be time to put in that work. And there's only one place you should do it, and it is Bragg's approved Midtown Athletic Club. Mm. That's where you need to go. That's where you got to do it. If you want to look funky, fresh, and at the same time, come out smelling like a rose, you do it at the Midtown Athletic Club. How many locations they got, Dave? Follow them thanks. Palantine in the Northwest suburbs, Bannockburn in the North Shore. Willowbrook in the Southwest suburbs. And the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown Lincoln Park. It is Matt Peck's sister approved. And it is Bragg's family approved. That's right. You better know that. You better know it. And the Midtown Palatine has lost the multi-million dollar transformation of the club, which will be complete by early 2024. That is of this year, just in time for all your New Year's Resolutiones. It's another word, Midtown. Yeah, wordish. I'm a, I was letting it slide. I don't, what? He don't let not. I'm shocked. Midtown- <laughs> And also, Midtown is offering no initiation fees this January at their Bannockburn, Palantine, and Willowbrook locations, guys. None of them fees, no initiation fees at those three locations. They got something for everybody. Single people, family with kids, people looking to make lifestyle changes, holistic wellness, whatever you need, they got it. Over 100 classes per week is included in your membership. You want yoga, boxing, spinning, cycling, cross training, group exercises, high intensity interval training, whatever you want, they got it. And this isn't just gym quality. No, 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 no. The spaces are boutique quality. And, of course, the Carm and Adam Hogue approved tennis courts. They rave about them. They love them. Midtown has the indoor slash outdoor tennis courts, pickleball, and paddle tennis, y'all. Professional quality all of the way. So head over to Midtown.com slash CHGO. Find out more. And to tour the Midtown Athletic Club near you. Midtown Athletic Club. Sweat it out. Mm-hmm. Braggs, I got a question for you. So when you were at the Midtown Athletic Club. Yes, sir. And Matt and I were watching a video you guys put together mm-hmm. uh, with you and Carm. Yeah. Basically recreating uh, the Jordan shot. Yes, it was embarrassing. <laughs> How many takes did it take for you all to do that? That was like the third or fourth
3: take and Carm, you know, very – un-Jordan-esque, could not hit the shot. We, we, yeah, noticed.
0: We, noticed we noticed that there was a very hard cut in yes. the editing yes. of just a ball going through a hoop. Well, that was my but suggestion. It did not follow Carm's
3: shot. Well, because I had to be the good teammate and be the Byron Russell and take the spill. Yes. Like, after the fourth time, I'm like, I, I'm going to throw my back out taking this many spills. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do the ball into the hoop cut.
1: Okay, that makes sense. So that's where so it was I drew more the so line. You, you, so well, how many times was
3: I going to l- lay down for this? I mean, guy. I understand. I, I don't. He think couldn't you're hit wrong. the shot. He's not clutch.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, if if it if I were in your shoes and you had gone through the whole parade of that whole sequence, mm-hmm. three takes, and he missed the shot, all three of those takes, I would have said, "All right, we're we're doing something else. or We're done."
3: right right so that's well, what we, we all got all the
0: time in the world to sit around and watch Carmy bad at basketball right no
1: yeah i thought he ended it pretty well though the walk away the run yeah, away he yeah. got
3: the run right yeah he, he got right. the run
1: right yeah he got that i thought
3: cool. i played the byron russell role right like with just like looking back Did he push off seeing if yeah there's a push off it's <laughs>
1: jordan didn't though jordan didn't yeah we know this uh, but I, I liked it, though. I thought y'all did a good job with that Thank video. You. So when you all played, though, because I'm sure you all played yeah. one-on-one, how did, how did that get? I done? beat the brakes
3: off Mark Harmon. <laughs> he thought he was going to get something on me. Ugh. He thinks because he plays tennis all the time that he was going to out-athlete me. But he didn't know. Of the cardio. He didn't know I was bringing game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we we had a
3: half-court competition. All of us shot from half-court, for which I won. <laughs> Then we did knockout. Karn was like the first person eliminated. <laughs> I came in second. Jake won knockout.
1: Yeah, Jake the shoot, man. Now,
3: did I throw it for my boss? Wow. Or I don't know. I'm wow. just I'm asking the question.
1: Wow. Then we played I can't answer it.
3: <laughs> then we played one on one for a little bit and I swatted the shit out of Mark Harmon like four or five times. Wow. No easy buckets. Damn. It was back it was like Late 80s basketball.
1: <laughs> and then. You got to tell Will about that. He yeah, was the
3: Then we played. It was a good time, Will. Um, <laughs> then we played three on three. And both of us were team captains of each team. Yeah. And we won. First to five, we won easy. And mm-hmm. I hit the game winning shot to Ooh. end it.
1: Are you a lefty or a man? Righty. Righty. Okay. Yes, you did, I'm just telling you did with the left. That's uh, what I was asking.
3: And Like I said, I'm going to show you my game He's one an, day.
0: Okay. He's ambidextrous.
1: He's ambibious. He's
0: uh, ambidextrous. Uh, get back to y'all in the comments. Sydney saying we, we've got a, a thread going on here, a common thread. Okay, Sydney sure. saying, I don't know why I'm not upset about this loss. I'm still believing the wins more than the losses mm-hmm. for right now. Bless you and your optimism. Um, Anthony saying tonight was just one of those games. Sixers didn't want to get swept by us, came out on a mission. Hopefully the bulls could bounce back against the Knicks tomorrow.
1: Took uh, a our
0: thing. guy Mark K meanwhile saying you're doing it wrong if you're mad at this game. Sometimes beatdowns happen. You lost two of your starters with injuries. Shit happens. Move on to the next one and grab that one. Uh, yeah. I mean look the, the bulls were in a hole tonight mm-hmm. first time in a while which in itself I guess is a little minor victory. Mm-hmm. I was like oh we're down 20 in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. I remember you. Look at the joy on his face. I mean, it was
1: comfortably familiar. Look how happy he is.
0: And uh, the fact that it had been a while since the Bulls were in that position. But mm. I was like, okay, we know what to do here. Mm. You, you like, you know, and, and then especially Pat goes down. Yeah. You're like, oh, God. And then Kobe goes down, and no one can make a shot, and no one can stop him beating. you're like, okay, scrap this. Yeah. Scrap this, move on. Yeah. Fine. Um, before we scrap this game entirely and move on, I'm, I'm guessing you do want to spend at least a couple of minutes talking about the game that Dalen had tonight, though, Dave. I do. You know, like, I know you briefly brought him up in all his glory at the beginning, but we kind of, you know, we're mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. I, uzi wazzy? I liked a lot of what we saw from Dalen tonight. Sure. How couldn't you? My issue remains for all of the impressive things he's showing us on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Grabbing rebounds. On top of that, especially, like, when you lose Kobe. You don't really have a whole lot of on-ball creation. Dalen took it upon himself to become a quasi-playmaker in this game. He did. And we occasionally see these glimpses of Dalen Terry playmaker. We're like, wow, Dalen could make some impressive passes in the half court and in transition. Mm -hmm. I'm still the salty asshole saying, until Dalen shows me that not every other or more than every other three-point attempt he takes is an air ball, Mm -hmm. I can't trust him. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, as as a wing in the NBA, mm-hmm. I, you have to be so elite at everything else you do to get away with being that bad of a shooter mm-hmm. in the positions that Dalen can theoretically play on an NBA floor. Mm-hmm. So I, like, I loved what I saw from Dalen tonight, and then I also saw that thing that we've seen from Dalen countless times, which is, holy Lord, I close my eyes when he shoots threes.
1: Yeah, oh for 3, I think what, Two or three air balls. He two shot air balls two, two threes, air balls on
2: threes. One he uh, there was a layup. And there was a layup it. air ball right. as well. Yeah, there We're was off that the as well. Board.
1: Yeah, definitely did that, and you know still wound up with six points. <laughs> Even doing all of that, so I think I'm impressed with stuff like that. When I know a guy can't shoot but he still scores. I like Draymond Green. When I know they can't shoot but they still ended up with points, for me that says something about your work ethic and how you approach the game and your IQ at the same time. But you're right. Like, he can't shoot right now. That's something, hopefully, that comes with it as he continues to grow and continues to get more time and continues to play. But you just want to see him look better than he was last year and the growth. He looks better than he did last year. Because last year, all that was, cause the concern of a lot of people was, is he an NBA player? That's what the concern was. It wasn't even the shooting. It was, can he play in the NBA? Can he even get on the floor? does he even belong out there. Of course, I told people yes, but, you know, what do I know? But then he gets out there and he balls out. and I shouldn't say balls out. He plays solid. He play, He's starting to play well and earn some minutes out there uh, with Torrey Craig not being on the floor, mm-hmm. sometimes with Alice Caruso not being on the floor. And now with Torrey not being there, Billy has to kind of rely on him uh, a little bit more. So, yeah, he's he's showing that, yeah, I can be on the NBA floor and affect the game on the floor. And I feel like, for me, well, that stuff is key. When you can't shoot, can you still affect the game in some kind of way? He definitely can. He has shown that. He can affect it defensively. He's really solid defensively. The fact that he can be a a little playmaker as well is also good, a good thing for him as well. The shooting, for me, will come. It's not something I am just – worried about with him right now I'm just really not but I wanted to see if he can get on the floor and be an NBA player he's shown me that he can definitely do that then uh, for me okay let's move to the next step then which is the shooting that is actually the next step for him that's something I'm worried about down the line but I'm loving the minutes that I'm seeing him get the intensity that I see him play with the dude just does not quit when he's out there on the floor the heart uh, the energy that he gives, this is all stuff I love and all stuff that teams kind of need uh, from a player like uh, Daylon Terry. I understand the concern, of course, being a wing player and not having an even competent three-point shot, even something that is reliable in some kind of sense. But for me, that's stuff that you can learn. This is, again, why General Patton and those guys are kind of brought in to put that in. But that other stuff that he does is stuff that can't really be taught he just knows how to do that, and for me, that's what's impressive.
2: He um, has gotten so much better shooting the ball. I know he airballed a couple of them, but f- his form and mechanics looks just, much better. Yeah, they like it looks like a good shooter now, mm-hmm. and it used to look like not an NBA shot. Yeah. Um, so I think that that is heading in the right direction. I do not think he's probably ever going to be like a forty percent volume three point shooter. Yeah. But if he can get to you're going to leave me wide open, so I'll hit an open three. Like that's the level I think they need him to get to because I agree. <laughs> because what you're talking about is absolutely true. He is really good catching the ball on the move and just going like. And there's ways you can work around the lack of spacing. Um, you know, getting him, just getting him the ball on the move, whether it's like cut and go mm-hmm. or um, coming off of screens and things like that. Like they can put him in situations transition where he. Can make decisions with the basketball, and I think that's where he's at his best. He's a really good passer. Um, he just sees the floor well. He makes you know some kind of boneheaded plays because yeah. the game's still moving fast for him. But yes. like his skill set is really interesting. And to me, the best part about it is his defense. He like mm-hmm. really knows what he's doing out there. Steph mm-hmm. No po- posted a clip today of him like directing traffic and pushing Caruso. Yeah, I into saw that. The right assignment. Like he knows where to be as the low man, uh, helping, you know, stepping over to help on drives. Like he just, I think he really gets it. He's switchable. He's long. Mm -hmm. I think he has the capability of being like an actually good defensive player. He is already somebody that can, you know, make the extra pass. Mm -hmm. He's not going to be an advantage creator, but he's a good connective piece. And if if he can uh, learn to shoot, I think he'll unlock the rest of those skills. But even without that shooting piece, it's going to be difficult. But I think there's enough there where it's like you can see him kind of carving out a role for himself and being successful in certain ways. I don't think he's going to be playing, like, you know, 36 minutes a night right. in Game 6 of the NBA Finals. Correct. But, like, you know, spot minutes here and there, I, I think he's he's already kind of earning that. He's got to get better at it. But to me, that's a huge step forward because when we watched him this summer in Summer League, yeah. when the responsibility was all his to create, that yeah. did not look good. And I was not mm-hmm. confident that he could be an NBA player. It but- was... It
0: was- Taking uh, ugly shots and missing ugly shots and a turnover fest. Yeah. When, you know, summer league coach John Bryant asked Dalen to basically be Mm -hmm. the offensive leader Mm -hmm. of that unit. Um, And and look, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure I've seen it uh, as far as the change in Dalen's form enough to where I am confident that it will turn into a shot that he starts knocking down. But again, that's, it's the one hang up I still have everything else that you both just said about Dalen and what we're seeing from him this season compared to summer league or compared to his rookie year I agree so much of it is encouraging and the cherry on top of all of that and it's something you know I'm a fan of because I got a little bit of the Bragg's meathead in me is that Dalen's a little bit psycho and I love it. Like, I, I want to root for this guy so freaking badly.
3: Mm-hmm. There it is.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you see that Meathead graphic that I Joey found made, Bragg? This is
3: terrifying. <laughs> but I love it.
0: I'm terrified and I'm slightly turned on.
3: Yeah. yeah. Sounds, about right. <laughs> Sounds about right.
0: I just, uh, I mean, Juan Miller saying, I can't believe y'all are talking about Dalen Terry shooting the Bulls that lame. Boy, should be in the G. Look, no. You know what? I, I may have kind of laughed and half agreed with you on a statement like that about Dalen mm-hmm. not that long ago. He's showing us in this stretch with no Tory Craig, as you pointed out, Dave, and then being shorthanded across the board. Billy Donovan has pointed to Dalen and said, I need real minutes from you. Mm-hmm. And yes, he's still not fixed his shot. Mm hmm but there are so many other things that he's doing well on the floor. He's making positive impact plays on both ends of the floor. He's a plus 14. Tonight. Which is why, uh, that's why I'm just harping on, like, dude, if Dalen figured out how to shoot, mm-hmm. what a player he could be. That's, I, what, that's what it is at this point. He is better than a G League player. Mm-hmm. If at any point in the past I made a joke about that, I was wrong and I apologize. He, definitely he is showing to us <laughs> now that he is better than that, even without knowing how to shoot. But, but see, that's where it stops for me. Sure. Because I think if
2: he doesn't figure out how to shoot, his, his usability is so limited. Yeah, so you know, limited. I, I agree with that part. I mean, I'm not saying he's like ready to be you know, a uh, regular rotation player when everybody's healthy, but yeah, you still starting toy. Craig over him. To yeah. me, it's more like the things that I always liked about, I mean, when we did our draft show two years ago, I was mm-hmm. like high on Dylan. There's, you were, there, there's a lot of stuff about him that I like. And I think a lot of it requires shooting to unlock. Like he's not going to be breaking guys down off the dribble. If he's not mm-hmm. drawing closeouts, mm-hmm. if guys aren't guarding him, he's not, he's got, he doesn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. I also don't think he's a good enough ball handler to just break someone down off the dribble, but if he is catching the ball on the move and then just making an extra pass, I think that's an area where he can really, um, where he can thrive. And the more reps he gets, the slower the game moves for him. I think some of that stuff will look good. But I 100% agree with you, Matt, that like none of it really matters until it becomes not even just like a good three-point shooter, but a competent or average. I just think that there's mm-hmm. there's such a like high floor that, he's going to always be missing without a three-point shot. And that's
1: –
2: I don't disagree with
1: that. I, everything you said is correct. When I w- watch the game and, and how I think he could affect it, and like I said, him still having a plus 24. The other night he had a plus 29, and this dude can't shoot. You know what I mean? Like, that's affecting the game, and you need that kind of thing. And you're right. I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. He, a competent shooter, if he's just 31% from the three-point line – That unlocks a ton of things for him. I I guess I still just think of him like as a winged Draymond Green. That's kind of how I think of him. Draymond's not a great ball handler. He still gets you 16 assists. Draymond's not taller or bigger than anybody. He'll get you 19 rebounds. Draymond is not an athlete who's going to jump over you. He'll get five blocks. So for me, it's a lot about how you play the game and your desire and your will and your IQ. And Dalen is showing he can use all of those things and all of those tools to affect the game in a way that helps the team. So even though I can't shoot, even though you, I'm not a great dribbler, you know, even though I'm not going to get on the floor and all, do all this stuff, I can still get you seven rebounds. I can still get you eight assists. I can still run your offense and find the open man and point to where guys need to be on the floor. I can still run this offense and call out the plays defensively for your team. I can still block the shot of somebody coming inside. I I still have no fear in my heart that put me up against LeBron. I think I'm going to stop him. Like, that's the kind of shit you need. You know what I mean? If you're going to be a winning team, you need his mental out there for the Chicago Bulls, man. Like, they don't have somebody else with that kind of mentality, and they need that kind of mentality from a guy like him.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Which is, again, why I think people are rooting for him. Uh, Let's take our second break. We will come back and wrap up with some thoughts on uh, the Bulls' second half, the back-to-back. We got to go play the Knicks in New York. (laughs) tomorrow night and you know what we should do because we haven't touched on it really boo the Knicks Uh, well always that but touch on this interesting uh, Knicks Raptors trade we got from a few days ago the first NBA trade deadline month uh, you know domino to fall Mm. we will do that on the other side you know what to do while we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors hit that thumbs up button Mm -hmm. do it for Brags. he wants some thumbs ups he's scared of the meathead graphic (laughs) he saw that Joey made it's got a lot of put him at ease
1: to relax that man please Calm down and while you're boobs. doing that you
0: should also think about checking out the wonderful deals you can find for new flooring in your home from empire today what? with empire you get shop at home convenience the right product for your needs quick and professional installation and a low price guarantee empire today is the best place to get new flooring so of course they have copycats amongst their competitors but They can't beat Empire on quality. They can't beat them on service. They can't beat them on speed. So all they do is advertise low quality flooring products that Empire simply won't even bother carrying because they're trash flooring products Mm -hmm. and say, well, look at these low, low, low prices. All it is is low, low, low All prices right. for trash flooring that Empire would put in their own homes. They're certainly not going to put them in your homes. Trash. Mm-mm. <laughs> as a matter of fact, what Empire leaves out of their selection they offer to their clientele is just as important as what they put into it. Mm. They have tons of people on their team working round the clock every day, every year, fine tuning that selection only the best options Mm -hmm. that they give to you the people looking for the best flooring options in your home they also have that great virtual floor designer a great way to see how new floors look in any space in your home it's easy just snap a picture Mm -hmm. and instantly see how different flooring options from empire look in different spaces in your home so Mm. you can see how it works with your decor with the lighting in different rooms all that great stuff they make flooring shopping easy. easy They also service their own warranties. If any issues happen to arise, just call Empire. They will send people of theirs to come take care of it for you. No hunting down third-party manufacturers, trying to get hold of them, no, no, trying no. to get their contact info. No, Empire will come take care of it for you. Schedule free in-home estimate. Today, all CHGO Bulls listeners can receive a $350 discount. That's a lot of money. Everybody's trying to save a little scratch after the holidays. All the time. When you use promo code CHGO, restrictions apply. See Slash CHGO for details. Brags, mm. I'm coming to you 588 2300 Empire
1: today. Hey! I'll take it. I'll take it. He went, he he went up. He went to the falsetto. That was awesome. That was awesome and amazing right there, Didn't I like see that, that coming. I didn't either. I love it. Oh, well done. Well done, Brags. Well done. Matt Pat. Yes, sir. What time is? Game time. Who? See, I didn't finish it. He just went. I just went. <laughs> I said, what time is? And that's a turnover. <laughs> 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 no, that you took the ball out of my hands before I passed it to you. I heard that it. you
0: only said what time is. I was like, I'm still going. <laughs>
1: Who can set the court on fire? <laughs> I can't be mad. The ball went in. Like, what, what am I doing here? Come on. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events nearest you with. <laughs> Ooh, last minute deals. Breath Patrol, Will. All in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying of those tickerhauts. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It is not the place. No, 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 no. It is the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals, and sponsor deals on tickets to football, basketball, baseball, Concerts, comedy, theater, and much, much more. And with the zone deals, y'all, you pick the section, Game Time does the selected for an average savings of drum roll, my back, <laughs> <the> drums, 18%. <sighs> and Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and a row for less, Game Time will credit you, not 80 not 90, not 100, but 110% of the difference. Do the math and save yourself some money with game time. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app. Create an account. Use the code CHGO. Get your wonderful self $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem that code CHGO. Get yourself $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Cause we're we'll gonna go galley. What time is it?
2: Game time. Who?
1: <sighs> he always hits you with the paws. Right. Bow in Which? your face. <laughs> I just want to make sure you hey. didn't just stop
2: it. Is oh yeah, it was going all the way. Yeah,
1: yeah. Matt's a score <laughs> That's what he does. He scores, man. He's a scorer. That's what I do. He goes up. He's gonna jam. shooters got to shoot. shooters got to shoot, man. Uh. I like uh,
0: the straight smoke predicting a uh, Bulls win over the Knicks. Talk let's, let, let's talk about this, this new-look Knicks team for a second that the sure. Bulls have on deck tomorrow night because tonight's game was trash. We don't need to spend much more time talking about it. Um, the Knicks, the New York Knickerbockers, mm-hmm. got a win yesterday against the first-place Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. They're still in first, right, out west? I believe so. They are 24-8. and eight. After taking that L to New York. Ooh, playing well. Uh, people on NBA Twitter had varying reactions to this Knicks-Raptors trade. Okay. The Raptors finally trade OG Ananobi, a player that, you know, much like John Collins in Atlanta, people have been talking about the Raptors trading for a long time. Yes. He finally gets traded. People saying it could signify more trades to come, mm-hmm. maybe even Siagam for Toronto. But meanwhile, on the Knicks side of things, they send Emmanuel Quickly— uh, you know, a name that Bulls fans were temporarily interested in, in a Zach Levine trade rumor I remember. Uh, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And RJ Barrett and people on NBA Twitter were making arguments that both teams got fleeced <laughs> in this trade from what I saw, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of funny and accurate because I saw that trade and I was like, I think it's a pretty good trade for both teams. I did too. I think. I think both teams are getting something that they need. I still think from the Toronto side, it signifies that more moves are going to be made, but from the Knicks perspective, a team that's trying to get back and, uh, you know, make another playoff run this year and knowing Tom Thibodeau, who's pulling the strings and knowing the player that OG Anunoby is,
1: I mean, the Lualdang comps were flying around Twitter when that trade was made. You know that smell. You know, that smell. That's the smell of fresh knees. Tiff smells it. That's the smell of playing
0: 42
1: minutes. get ready, buddy. (laughs) You're about to put in that work. You hear me? I saw it differently, Matt, as far as what people's reaction were. Mm -hmm. The reaction that I read, and it was actually a word that was trending, was fleeced. Everybody felt that Toronto fleeced the Knicks, and I couldn't understand it, and I didn't get it because I felt like the Knicks got exactly what – they needed on this team. RJ Barrett wasn't comfortable here with Tibbs, all right? We saw it. He, it wasn't his thing to yeah. be here. And quickly, quickly fell out. We, we know that's kind of how it happened. It's year three. <laughs> like, kind of what's going to happen with Tibbs. OG Ananobi fits everything that Tibbs likes to do. Boy. Perfectly. Boy, howdy. You know? <laughs> like, a guy who can score on one end and a guy who can be a, a really excellent defender on the other end and a really good rebounder. Like, he really can do all of it you know kind of like again Lou dang 2.0 so this is a guy that tibbs really enjoys also he helps a guy like julius Randle because julius Randle doesn't play defense like that so he's going to help him out in that scenario right there so tibbs doesn't have to worry again about having julius Randle on the floor as a liability yeah he's going to have if julius is on the floor og is on the floor <laughs> all right so that's how and randall plays a lot of minutes so Ergo, OG's going to be playing them too. So I think this works out well for the Knicks. As far as the Raptors, Quigley, yes. Quigley can shoot and he can score, and I think there's still something there that has not been unlocked in him. And I think it's going to come with playing time and opportunity. So I think he's definitely going to get that in Toronto. And sending RJ Barrett back home to the place where he is more comfortable, where he is from, where he thrived, coming up to play ball, is a perfect scenario for him. So – I think everybody kinda wins in, in this trade, which is honestly kind of rare when it comes to trades like that. I'm used to saying, well, this side this guy won. Oh, this guy won. I feel like both sides got equally better and got exactly what they both really wanted.
2: Yeah, I think that's that's a fair assessment. It's I, I think first of all, OG Ananobi to me is like probably one of those players where the idea of him is like way better than the reality like he's a very good defender Mm -hmm. he's like a first team all defense kind of defender he's a very good player Um, but he's not Kawhi and I think a lot of people just like want him to be Kawhi because he's such a good defender and he can shoot threes Mm -hmm. he's gonna be great for the Knicks they really needed a guy like that quietly have not been a very good defense and they need a guy who can guard wings like that's the value in him the idea of of a big wing who can be a stopper uh defender between Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle, neither of whom are good defenders you need that guy um I think what you said Matt was spot on that this really opens up another move for them they still have five first round draft picks they can trade in the next two years I believe plus they did not move Evan Fournier's contract which can help them match salary but um you know quickly I think it's gonna be a really good player he is just a fantastic shooter also a very good defender as a guard but you know the smaller guards like they do get picked on so you have limitations there but I think he can be a lot more with the Raptors so you know for the Raptors who was like reported three or four first round first round picks for him last year you know who knows if that's true obviously they didn't get any they got what will probably be like the 31st or 32nd pick in this draft uh, as a second rounder from Detroit so they got some draft capital I think A lot of times people look at players um, and, you know, how they relate to or what their, like, draft pick equivalent would be. Mm -hmm. And, like, quickly is probably worth a pick and a half or two picks. Uh, Obviously, a high second is not a first, but it's still a very good. Especially from Detroit. From Detroit, like, that's going to be a good pick. (laughs) Um, Some people like RJ Barrett more than others, but I think they got, like, for Toronto, it's clear that they wanted to get good young players Mm -hmm. so that they didn't have to, like, reset and start over because they've got Scotty Barnes, who I think everybody believes can be a very good player. So mm-hmm. I like what they did to stay competitive, add young talent that's cost controlled mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of move forward without having to take a huge step back. Um, so I think that's kind of an interesting perspective to look at some of these trades, maybe for the bulls, as we talk about Zach Levine, you know, what kind of deal they might be interested in. Does a, a trade for some young players and maybe not very much draft capital, but you know, a solid, late first early second like that could be the same kind of thing that the Bulls look for as a team who doesn't want to take a huge step backwards they want to keep moving forward and I think if I'm um, the Raptors or the Bulls and I want to stay competitive but also get younger like that's the way to do it so mm. I like quickly a lot I think he's going to fit well there with Scotty I think giving RJ Barrett another chance is a great thing and I think OG Ananobi is going to be perfect for the Knicks yeah. um, do I think that the Raptors could have, like, really squeezed OG for all he's worth and gotten three or four first-round picks um, if they wanted to go that direction. Maybe, but I think this this kind of speaks more to what they were looking for in the trade than anything else. So I like it for everyone. Don't love it for anyone. And I think it also
1: fits the culture of both the teams as well. Yeah. So, and also, one, the Raptors needed a point guard. Bam. Mm-hmm. They needed that. But it fits that culture because, you know, the Raptors – want guys who are basically Raptors, <laughs> you know, you that, that length. They love that length, and that continues that tradition. OG fits exactly what the Knicks uh, – what Tibbs wants the Knicks to be, I should say, mm-hmm. you know. So everybody kind of got what they really needed, and I think you said it very well. Like, it's not like overwhelming, like, oh, my God, everybody's like, yeah, this is good. It's, it's just good solid for, for everyone. Solid and good thing for everybody.
0: Uh, when it comes to the, the Bulls-Knicks matchup tomorrow night – Couple updates here uh, for tomorrow from your fellow beat member Casey Johnson. Will, after the game, talking to Billy, who said Patrick Williams wasn't moving well early. That's why he pulled him early. Uh, uh, Williams returned, but only played 11 minutes overall. Mm-hmm. None in the second half. Donovan said he'll know more tomorrow about Patrick Williams' status. So it sounds like Pat's availability tomorrow is still up in the air. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, good news on Kobe White. Sigh so of relief uh, who left court briefly near the end of the third after tweaking his right ankle. Kobe said after tonight's game that he could have gone back in if the game weren't out of hand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, still, depending on Patrick Williams status, Bulls could be shorthanded on Wednesday in New York. That's from Casey mm-hmm. Johnson.
2: So pat has been kind of popping up on the injury report for a while now with an ankle thing. He had, I think it was actually last mm-hmm. time they played in Philadelphia. Yeah. He like pulled up and kind of slipped. I remember, remember that. Um, he, he's been then, like he he's been in and out game. of the
0: injury report, but never missed a game. But he's been on there, which is wiping. a little concerning. Yeah. Um, Get better at wiping the floor. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> did, wait, did you notice that they had like a, an official's timeout to thoroughly mop up the floor tonight
1: in mm-hmm. between free throws because Embiid was sweating so much? Mm-hmm. And do you see where Philly is in the standings? It's a winning team with a good mop-up crew. That's how it works. Mop up mop crew. Mop up crew with everybody. Need, need a better team. mop up crew? Get a better mop up crew, man. You,
0: you know what I saw our uh, Our friend Melissa from Nothing But Bull asking for on Twitter tonight? What's that? Is a better Bulls medical staff. <laughs> 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 we saw two Bulls exit this one with injuries. Man,
1: but you know, this stuff is going to catch up to some of these guys, um, mm-hmm. especially when they play a lot of heavy minutes. And they don't really miss games. Yeah. It's going to catch up. You know, at some point in time, that is the math. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, you can't avoid that. You can't run from it. Run from it. Dread it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's this is what true. it is, man. Uh, do we have any Super Chats before we get out of here, uh, Mr. Braggs? Braggs? Speaking of math. I do have a question. Somebody yes, asked sir. me what, what pizza I was eating. Can I answer that question? Is that okay? Uh, yes, you may. Thank you. Uh, the pizza I was eating uh, was spinach. Uh, mushrooms, black olives and green peppers and it was absolutely outstanding and delicious. Did you like it, Bragg? Yeah, it was very good. Thank you very much. You heard that? Matt, Oh, that was like a mediator it. saying that. Oh, <laughs> oh no, oh good.
0: I mean, you, you do you, buddy.
1: <laughs> yeah, do me eat delicious pizza. Yes, Matt, it's delicious. Ruined pizza. Delicious. Nope, Bragg said it's good. Delicious. He smokes doggies and eats steaks. (laughs) I trust him. Yep. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, don't look at me, look at him. He did it. I'm, l- I'm looking at both of you. We're both right. You
0: like what you're seeing? Yeah. Don't. Yeah, I know. He <laughs> like it, take it in. No, when, when I when it comes to pizza toppings, I don't trust either of you. Yeah, hey, it's Go. all
3: right. Man, we're not wrong.
0: I trust you on a lot of other things.
3: Thank you. Well, yeah. I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah, we got a 9.99 super chat here from AK. We got AK. Three super chats from AK. AK. Right. Wow. Wow. First one being Kobe and Demar were leading the league in minutes played. Yep. Bulls also played most. Games, yep. injuries and additional load leads to more injuries Yep, better explains Kobe shooting 10% from threes last four games
0: yeah uh, and uh, I can't remember if it was AK or somebody else in our chat not too long ago asking about the, the heavy minute load and the number of games played and that may be having an effect on the Bulls um, after this little mini you know pile of wins that they put together and right now it will like the fact that Kobe and Pat both left tonight's game with an injury certainly doesn't help. Yeah. But it's starting to end. Tory Craig's sideline for a while. Yes. We got Vooch out, like Caruso all the time. Bodies are dropping. <laughs> bodies are dropping. Caruso for sure got a concussion tonight, and we just breeze right past it. Like my God.
1: Yeah, man.
3: Uh,
0: it's yeah, happen, it's a bro. concern. So it's then he can,
3: he continues, Ooh, mm-hmm. and we got a Duke sighting in here, and then we continue. A.K. says law of averages, Bulls back to the math problem. Yep. And I know Duke enjoys math problems. He's giving us math on CHGO Bears. Seven of 37. 19 percent from three. Rested Knicks up next. Yikes.
0: Yep. Yeah. 7-37 to 37 from three. Well, but it's Billy's fault.
1: Hold on. Wait. Uh, the Bulls are kind of rested, too. <laughs> Let me say that. They, they were kind of rested also, man. Yeah. They weren't really playing. Just no, ha- I think AK's saying <laughs> that
0: the rested Knicks are up next because the Knicks didn't play tonight, whereas the Bulls No, I get did. what he's saying. I'm right. saying,
1: well, and, the Bulls and saying they starters rested. because yeah, <laughs> they didn't play the That's fourth quarter. That's what I'm
3: saying
0: right they got some rest too. good strategy both true they got good
1: some rest
3: <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna lose get blown out so you can rest on the fourth quarter on a back-to-back it's a classic that's a good spin zone there classic, cody delmendo would be proud of you 499 <laughs> super chat one more time from ak we appreciate you ak bulls were down 20 in the first quarter which hasn't happened in a while because having zach back will fix the slow starts lol lol we shall LOL. Says. we shall see we'll shall
0: see, see.
1: We do you like, they were getting out to a lot of slow starts. Was that man? I think it was. Yeah, I like how <laughs> Stacey was like, I didn't need a third score. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then Hopefully finally, we'll our guy, the Duke. the Duke. The Duke. Happy holidays, Keeping Duke. the lights on here at CHGL Sports Studio. Uh, we appreciate you, <laughs> The Duke. You $20 super chat. Will, are you a fan of the maths? <laughs> Want to do some finite math Sudoku with me and Joey over a few <laughs> brewskis? <laughs> Also, this team's three-point shooting is hot garbage. Correct. On yep. days off, just have them shoot threes until their hands bleed.
0: <laughs> I love that strategy, Duke. Also, Will, that is in reference to a previous Duke Super Chat when you were at the UC. And the Duke put some weird-ass calculus equation oh my into a Super Chat wow. talking about the Bulls and their shooting woes. Yeah. Uh, totally and it, it went it way over me and Dave's head. Yep. I can
2: promise you it went over my head, too. Joey broke it off. Joey
0: seemed to be following it better than Dave and I. He had a math
3: equation on how we're going to figure out the quarterback question on CSGO Bears. So he's like on this math obsession lately. Mm -hmm. Not mad at
1: him. I mean, he knows some kind of math. I didn't make it to Algebra
3: 2 in high school, so... (laughs) He, he's lost me. Are you me saying you
1: didn't make the class or you didn't make No, literally <laughs> they didn't.
3: No, they literally did not let me in. Oh, the first day of Algebra 2, they wrote on the they chalkboard.
0: closed I, the door the, the of, of the classroom. Teacher,
3: it was no the basketball coach, so it was Coach Johnson. He taught Algebra 2. I walked in the class. He wrote all these. First day of school, first day of Algebra 2, senior year. Wrote all these equations on the board and said – if you don't know these equations, get out. Damn. And me and three people stood up and said, and you, we'll see you later. We're you, grabbing a study and, hall. And, and you
0: did the Abe Simpson gif of walking in. Taking <laughs> <laughs> a 360 walking out. Coming right back
1: out. Exactly right. Oh, man. I Congratulations. sure don't. Well done. Well done. <laughs> is, is, is there an extra study hall available? You really left that and took a study hall? Yes, I did. Oh, man. Braggs. that sounds awesome.
0: I mean, that it sounds like awesome. a solid yeah. way to choose that, your courses.
1: <laughs> yes, in high school, yes. They yeah, all,
3: They all doubted me, and look at us now. Look, look at, at us, us now. Hey,
1: look at us, Braggs. Look, look, at at us. Us. look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Uh, Not
0: me. <laughs> no, <laughs> nope. Not us. Uh, that's it. Right. We're, uh, we're out of time for tonight. Thank you, everybody, for your tuning in, hanging out. For all of you Blackhawks fans out there in Bulls Nation, our CHGO Blackhawks crew is getting set up right now over in Studio B. They fell to the Preds tonight. If you want to commiserate with them, go commiserate with them if you're not ready for bed yet. Uh, Meanwhile, as we were talking about in our last segment, Bulls Knicks second half of back-to-back tomorrow night. That is 7.30 Central Time Mm -hmm. tip-off national television game. We will see you for pregame here at CHGO Sports YouTube channel at 7 p.m. sharp. 7.30 tip. In the meantime, Discuss. Will the Goat is at Will underscore Gottlieb. Big David no at BOWL Sports. <laughs> I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We are C2 underscore Bulls. Uh, mad love and appreciation to our guy, Greg Braggs. filling yeah, 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 in, Joey's yeah, yeah, yeah. producer's chair tonight. The lovely falsetto. Oh, doing, doing wonderful work over there. Uh, shout out to y'all in Bulls Nation as well for hanging out, for throwing us super chats, for throwing us regular chats, uh, and for hitting that thumbs up button. Do it for brags before he cries. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow yeah. at 7 o'clock. See, you, Red, be good. Love y'all.
1: <laughs> y'all silly, like the We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed.